Today on We Here, Bon Appetit's editor-in-chief has resigned over a brown face photo and criticism from BIPOC staffers. Bachelor Nation is demanding the show finally cast a black lead. And Ana de Armas has a life-size cardboard cutout of herself on her lawn. Coming up next on We Here. Oh my god. We're on page six? No. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Another divorce splashed across page six. Page Six would have a field day. Hey there, I'm Maggie Coglin. And I'm Ian Moore. Welcome to We Hear, a Page Six podcast. We hear all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story. Maggie, before we get into the story behind the story, what is BIPOC, which you had mentioned in the opening? BIPOC staffers. So BIPOC stands for Black Indigenous People of Color. So it encompasses many groups. And it's a term that's been widely used on the internet to cover a lot of what's been going on, like the resignation of Adam Rappaport from Bon Appetit. Thank you, Maggie. I always feel like our show is, it's informative and educational. So you mentioned Adam Rappaport is out at Bon Appetit. What happened? Adam Rappaport I think most people know this, but just in case, he's a very influential magazine editor and um, was editor-in-chief of Bon Appetit, a Condé Nast publication, and now he's out. Another top editor out. So Adam Rappaport, top editor at Bon Appetit magazine. He's probably one of the most influential editors in the magazine world, very well-known in media circles and the food world. And he has now resigned this week after a photo surfaced of him and his wife, whose name is Simone Schubuck, at a party. Apparently, the party was back in 2004, but the photo, I guess, was initially posted in 2013 as like kind of a throwback photo on social media. And it seems to show Adam Rappaport and his wife dressed up, I guess, as Puerto Ricans. She hashtagged the photo Boricua and... He's wearing, I guess, brown makeup on his face and kind of like a Yankees jersey that's open with like kind of a white tank top and a and a gold chain and a hat that says like the Bronx or something in Yankees writing. I mean, it's definitely it's offensive, but it's also just incredibly questionable. It's like totally bizarre costume. His wife was just dressed in kind of like a white tank top, I guess, but So in his uh, resignation, he basically said, you know, that he apologized for dressing up in this costume and said it was a completely bad idea. But that wasn't the only reason he resigned. Right. So the photo came on top of allegations that the Condé Nast magazine discriminates against minorities when it comes to pay. Sola L. Whaley, I hope I didn't botch that, she's a chef and restaurateur who was hired last year at the magazine as an assistant editor, said on Instagram that only white editors are paid to appear in videos for the Bone App test kitchen series which you know is so popular on instagram these personalities have cult followings they make merchandise that features phrases that they say and it's really been their bread and butter for a little bit now 
So Sola said that she was hired at a salary of $50,000 to, quote, assist white editors with significantly less experience than me. I've been pushed in front of video as a display of diversity. In reality, currently only white editors are paid for their video appearances. None of the people of color have been compensated for their appearances. Now, it's important to point out that Condé Nast denied the claim that it only pays white editors for videos. They said, as a global media company, Condé Nast is dedicated to creating a diverse, inclusive, and equitable workplace. We have a zero-tolerance policy towards discrimination and harassment in any forms. Consistent with that, we go to great lengths to ensure that employees are paid fairly in accordance with their roles and experience across the entire company. So, yeah, there's there's quite the discourse going on about the treatment of people at Condé Nast. You know, it's it's not just Adam Rappaport and Bone App. This is yeah, and a lot going. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. That's all I was going to say. This is a lot <laughs> going back to that photo. I guess um, his wife had a caption on it that said "Me and my poppy." Rappaport has edited the magazine for nearly ten years. And he did apologize for an extremely ill-conceived Halloween costume 16 years ago, uh, as well as his blind spots as an editor. And, quote, he said that he had not championed an inclusive vision. But Adam Rappaport isn't the only Bon Appetit food writer who's under fire, right? Allison Roman, who we had talked about recently for being in a kind of crazy controversy and war of words with Chrissy Teigen. Alison Roman is a New York Times food columnist, but I think she started out at Bon Appetit, right? That was her initial gig, or she was a Bon Appetit contributor. Mm -hmm. Um, She's also in hot water. Again, you know, it's funny, like a lot of people who read Page Six might not have heard of Alison Roman before a few weeks ago. And Mm -hmm. we had gotten some feedback. We had our our stories about her getting involved in this. war of words with Chrissy Teigen. We'd even gotten some feedback, I think, from people saying like, who's Alison Roman? Why are you writing about her? And it was like, mm-hmm. well, she's involved with the supermodel who we write about pretty much every day. So she's drawn into the a much bigger stage. But who knew? Now Alison Roman is involved in yet another controversy as well. As is Chrissy Teigen. It's interesting that their feud has kind of exploded to this next level. So Yashar Ali, who is writes about media all the time, uh, said that a source sent him a photo of Alison Roman. In this image, it appears that Roman is dressed as a chola, who is a young woman of Mexican-American culture. Yeah, it's like a part of Chicano culture, East mm-hmm. L.A. culture. But it's also like her costume, similarly to the Adam Rappaport thing, I have to admit, if you showed me a picture of just the costume, I wouldn't necessarily even know what it was, right? I, I guess she said or th- there's, did she say she was dressed as Amy Winehouse? Yes, She's like a Chola Amy Winehouse, right? I think she's saying like a San Francisco Amy Winehouse has been her line on this, which is interesting. And I I don't, I'm not familiar with. I mean, right. beyond being offensive, yes. it's just like bad ideas. So now, you know, Yasharli tweeted this image and people have responded with images of Chrissy Teigen dressed as a Native American in a costume. So I don't know. I, like, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Well, I I think the thing that's interesting is obviously we have the George Floyd killing and the protests about 
police brutality and racism. And now we're seeing the issue sort of spread to racism overall. And now in media circles, sort of representation in media of minorities. And I think that what we're seeing here with the Adam Rappaport and the Alison Roman thing is very similar to the whole kind of meet to thing, right? I mean, it's sort of ballooned into this other issue where, you know, you now have people just being kind of called out on social media, very similarly to Me Too, where sometimes these are incidents or things that happened, you know, specific things that happened a long time ago. Sometimes is it more of a pervasive attitude at a place? Is is it that somebody um, was involved in a transgression and then the institution that they belong to looked the other way, like we saw with Matt Lauer and NBC. And I think that you're going to have, you know, different levels of these accusations. Similarly to the Me Too situation, it seemed like it moved from one industry to another industry to another industry, you know, Hollywood to the media world and network television, where we're just going to see more and more of these stories. There have been a number of editors who've already resigned. For example, the editor of Refinery29 has also stepped down. So I think this is just the beginning of a major wave. And it's interesting to think about how political food is at this moment and who whose voice is heard and what foods we see as worthy as writing about. And, you know, there's there's been a lot of backlash about people wanting to elevate food from cultures that aren't white or European and how different magazines and websites have responded to that. And when you change the voices who are at food publications, what food goes on our plates? You know, what's considered cuisine worth spending a lot of money on? And what's not? You know, as a guy who's mostly eating just old Cheerios that I find in the couch, well, now you're just making me hungry. Bachelor Nation is demanding change from ABC's longest-running franchise. That's right. The Bachelor has been around since 2002, and in all that time, there has been one Black lead. And that's been Rachel Lindsay, who's been very vocal about advocating for change which within the show. So amid protests in the wake of George Floyd's death, Rachel Lindsay, Nick Vial, Jojo Fletcher, Diggy Moreland, Nicole Lopez-Alvar, and many other Bachelor alum have shown support for a change.org petition that was started by fans calling on producers to cast the first Black Bachelor for season 25. 18 years the show has been on. I have to say, to me, this is totally shocking. And um, I'm not, I will admit, I am not a Bachelor aficionado. I think I had watched, like, when The Bachelor initially came on, I watched it. um, And obviously, it's one of the biggest shows on TV. We've interviewed Rachel Lindsay on the show. But I have to admit, without even having watched the show, I'm, like, totally shocked that there's never been a Black Bachelor that seems completely bizarre. Yeah. And in addition to this petition calling for the casting of a Black Bachelor, they also want BIPOC to make up at least 35% of the contestants moving forward and for the production to hire a diversity consultant. So when they're casting, you're seeing a lot more people of color. Yeah, it's totally surprising. I feel like some of the other... um, newer dating shows that have been on have had a better track record in terms of um, having more diverse casts. But it it seems almost like a weird 
antiquated time warp throwback that you would need to be urging a network to to cast a black bachelor. You know what I mean? Like it just it's so surprising that you would need to do that now and and so weird. Um and Eileen Reslin of page6.com actually talked to Rachel Lindsay about this topic and she she had some pretty impressive things to say, right? Yeah. I mean, in this interview, Rachel talked about everything from participating in the Black Lives Matter protests to how she's experienced racism working as a lawyer to what the show needs to do to become more diverse. I've always been vocal. I just think now it's being emphasized because of what's happened in our country. I mean, last year when Mike was not picked, I was extremely vocal about it. And I was labeled, as I told you, as being bitter and always complaining and always having a problem with something in the franchise. And it's like, no, I I wake up every morning and I see myself and I see myself as a black woman. And I'm a part of a franchise where when it comes to who leads it, nobody looks like me. And one example that she gave was that she likened the casting of The Bachelor to our presidents. Oh, and how, how does that work? She said, there's been one person of color in 40 seasons. We have had 45 presidents. There has been one person of color. We are literally on par to saying that you are more likely to become the president of the United States than you are to be the lead of this franchise. That is insane. Wow. You know what else I'm really surprised about, Maggie, is that The Bachelor's been on for 40 seasons, so it premiered in 1980. They do more than one season Ah, a year. I know. (laughs) 2002. (laughs) How do you get 40 seasons in there? There's like seven seasons a season? There's a, there's a lot of it feels like the bachelor is on all the time, you know what I mean? Like it, it's kind of like the housewives where like one ends and the other one picks up, so you're always talking about it. 40 seasons, that means like think of all the people that have been on the bachelor in 40 seasons. That's like thousands of people. That's like most people have appeared on the bachelor. And there hasn't been a black and bachelor, one of but them. the majority of the US population has been on the bachelor. In 40 seasons. Yeah. It's interesting because Catherine, who married Bachelor Sean Lowe, has also been talking about her time on the show. And she believes that she was cast to add diversity. Now, she's Filipino. So she said, when I was originally cast, I was very flattered but somewhat grounded by the fact that I would be one of the faces that represented people of color. I knew that one of the reasons I was probably chosen was because I was Filipino. Now, she competed in season 17 in 2013. And in the seven years since then, we still have not had a Black Bachelor. Rachel Lindsay is the only Black lead. That is total bullshit, I have to say. I think this Bachelor story is really good because it's you know, some of the things like we were talking about in the Adam Rappaport thing and Allison Roman and some of these allegations, sometimes, you know, these things, there can be nuance. Obviously, there's not nuance in the ridiculous, you know, photos and costumes. But in just some of the arguments of, about discrimination, it, it really takes some thought and understanding to get into it, which is good. But in a case like The Batch, it's so black and white, literally, that you just, I mean, it just shows, it just shows that the whole thing is bullshit. The Bachelor, I guess, has a bit of a pause, right? Because there's social distancing. So there's no dating 
on TV right now so they have a little bit of time to get their act together. And hopefully they will. Ana de Armas seems to be having a lot of fun with the paparazzi who are trailing her and Ben Affleck. So Ana de Armas and Ben Affleck have been photographed during quarantine more than like anyone else. They seem to be everywhere. We're they're seeing... walking the dog. Walking they're getting the dog. coffee. And then they're, they're walking coffee. the dog to get coffee. And then the dog's getting some coffee. Affleck is pushing his mask over his nose to smoke a cigarette. She's wearing stuff from Gucci. They're going to protests. They're with his kids. Like, my they're life. everywhere. <laughs> hey, my life. I want to wear Gucci and get coffee and walk a dog with Ana de Armas. Me too. So now she's having a little fun with the paparazzi and she has erected a cardboard cutout of herself in quite a jovial position. Just like yucking it up on the lawn. In front of her house, right? Yeah. And Vulture reports that Affleck's kids helped her. <laughs> Which is kind I of think awesome. it's great. See, one thing about Hollywood that's just such a bummer is that it takes itself so seriously now. And yes. you know, we write all these stories about celebrities and usually like their reps are always like, you know, no one ever has a sense of humor about anything you know whenever it's always like everyone is so goddamn sanctimonious and they take themselves so seriously and they hate all you know coverage of themselves although they want all the attention they want all the free clothes they want all the swag they want the magazine covers they want the fame they want the fortune but then you dare to you know ask a question to their pr person or to the person on a red carpet you know that they don't like. And then suddenly it's like, my privacy is being invaded and it's so unfair and it's so hard, you know? And like, now I'm dropping a single about how the press is so mean. But meanwhile, on Instagram stories, I just like twerked in your face. So the thing is, I love like once in a while, it's like every 10 years, someone has an actual sense of humor. Yes. About being famous. Um, and in this case, Ana de Armas, it's like, great. It's like she put a cardboard cutout of herself on her lawn. It's funny. It's cute. It's sort of acknowledging that the paparazzi are, you know, taking pictures of her all the time. But it's like, I don't know. That's how she makes her living. So it's like, at least she's having a sense of humor about it. I know there's so much going on in the world that deserves our attention right now and for the rest of time that Ana de Armas like making light of the paparazzi is great that she's not trying to be like poor me I'm being followed she's like ha 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 you're ridiculous take a good look at me yeah but the thing that I like about it too is she's saying you're ridiculous but also I'm so ridiculous. am I yeah like this totally. whole situation is ridiculous and like let's have some fun with it and it's sort of cute and inventive and it's like you know it's also creative it's like you know, hey, I have this idea. I should put a cardboard cutout of myself on the lawn. Wouldn't that be funny? And then Ben Affleck is like, yeah, that'd be hilarious, Ana de Armas. I love yeah. you so much. And then she's like, Such a babe. She, she's like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And he's like, you should do it. And she's like, should we just go to Kinko's right now? And he's like, yeah, but I think FedEx bought Kinko's. I don't know if it's still called Kinko's, but yeah. And then she's like, well, let's look it up. Is Kinko's an essential business? And they're like, oh, look, we could call it in and get curbside drop pick 
So that's like a behind the scenes little inside information yeah. about how the whole thing went down. That's called our dramatic retelling of how it went down. Exactly. And basically when she picked it up, it was like, I'm just trying to think of some of the other projects people she were was picking like, up. Ben, can I fold this or should we just put the backseat of the car down? Like, should we attach it to the roof rack or what are the logistics? How, like, is this my same height? You know, does she fold? Do I have to put it together? Do you think it will be okay in the rain? Is it going to blow away? Should we put a bag of sand behind it so she's balanced? Or like, did they just send their assistant to pick it up and then they yelled at the assistant and they were like, you idiot. You got <laughs> our Frappuccino on our cardboard cutout. Right. And you didn't pick up Ben a carton of Winston's. You dope, you're fired. This is a cutout of Matt Damon. I wanted a cutout of Anna. You're furloughed until further notice. Yeah, we have a lot of time to think about these things right now, huh? By the way, earlier in the show, we were talking about ill-conceived Halloween costumes. Obviously, it's pretty early in the year to think about Halloween (laughs) costumes. And if you are thinking about a Halloween costume... How about anything that's sort of racially insensitive? Never a good idea. But what about being a cardboard cutout of Anna de Armas? You just wear all black and then you attach the cardboard cutout to yourself and you walk yeah, around. lie down. And because she's horizontal, it's perfect. You can just like wear it over your shoulders like a sandwich oh, you, board. Yeah. Actually, another costume idea, which we could go as, Maggie, to our virtual Zoom Halloween party at We Hear a Page Six podcast we could go as Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas, and then you could be the cardboard mm-hmm. cutout, and yes. I could just smoke through a mask. Oh, I love it. The office and, is going to love that. And look angry. You don't have to do too much pretending. <laughs> that's the fucking truth. Well, that's it for this episode of We Here. Our show is produced by Jamila Zara williams and Melissa Caceres. We would love to hear your ideas for the show. If you would like us to cover any specific celebrities... Drop us an email at podcasts at nypost.com. To hear the latest We Hear episodes, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred podcast platforms. Please don't forget to leave us a review. We will be back tomorrow with more Page 6 exclusives. See you then.